This is more like it. Uh, hello, everybody. This is Oz. I am the HR Geiger counter for Destroyer of Worlds. We have finished the game. We started this the week before Halloween. It is the 3rd of February. That should let you know how long that we've been playing this. So we have ended Act 3. The game is over. We did have agendas for Act 3. So my players, first off, how do you feel about this whole thing? What do you mean? Like about everything? It was a lot of fun. Yeah, about everything. Yeah, it, it was. It's it, aliens is always fun. It's a great setting. You know, most of us know it because we watch the movies. It's it's a fun setting. Um, thank you for running it. You always do a, a great job on on running the aliens uh, campaign for us. Um, it's just so long. It's true. It gets frustrating. Like it's like. Why is this taking months to do? Granted, I know we were recording every other week and we had holidays, but we're we're approaching four months to get through this. So what is that for 16 weeks? So eight weeks, eight weeks of playing for mm -hmm. hours to get through what this company calls a one shot. This is a campaign. This is not a one shot. And as of two days ago, I believe the 1st of February, they're releasing a Colonial Marines campaign box in March. So, so that'll take three years to finish. Right. As a good <laughs> campaign should. Yes. Oh. Campaign, yes, should be longer. <laughs> yes. But uh, this, I, I just, unless it's just... The way we're doing it, maybe maybe we RP a lot, which is the point. We're in a podcast. Maybe uh, maybe you as the GM, because I haven't read the module. I, I don't I don't look at the module because I'm it being run through it. Maybe it's you're throwing everything at us, and maybe you don't have to throw everything at us. Maybe you just pick one or two elements out of Act One, Two, and Three to do. I don't know. I don't I don't I haven't read the module to know. Okay. I don't know if there's a way to trim it down. I, I, as a GM, I don't know. So, uh, speaking from the the GM's chair, there is there I there is a lot that I did not throw at you for this. Wow. So um, it could have been even longer. It wow. could have been even longer. So I will go through like for the first act. Well, first, okay, before I do that. We finished Act 3. I do want to go over what everybody's agenda was for Act 3. So uh, you, you get to do two of them because you had two characters. Did I die in Act 3? I thought I died in Act 2. You died in Act 3. Oh, wow. All right. So Mason's Act 3 <coughs> agenda. These things must be destroyed. Make sure every trace of biocontamination is eradicated, even if that means... Sacrificing the lives of any infected teammates. So, if you were infected, Mason was going to put a bullet in you. And the nuke was totally okay because that was going to get rid of everything. So, that was also uh, okay. So, I think she, she met her, her thing she, before that, she died. Absolutely Chaplain's, met her agenda. Yeah. Chaplain's uh, Agenda Act 3. Whom, whomever was in your head is back. But a distant echo, desperate to be heard, you know they are in the base waiting for you. Make sure they can never hurt you again. 
by whatever means necessary. I achieved that because when I saw them, I shot them. <laughs> and Chaplin's Chaplin was no longer bound, right? By the by the laws, basically. Right. So there's there's three situations in which a robot or a synthetic will not be three laws compliant. One, they're designed that way. So any Wayland Utani one is gonna have that override. Uh two, it's it's overridden for you, which is what happened to Chaplin. Or three, you're placed in a situation where humans are at imminent risk of being just utterly destroyed, which this also would have qualified. So Chaplin could have picked up a gun for any reason during this entire engagement because there's aliens everywhere. You need every hand on deck. And I was, I was shooting, I was shooting at the aliens in the tanks. I would have shot any, but nobody wanted me to have a gun. I wouldn't say nobody. I think that was just <laughs> Yona. Yeah. Yona didn't trust me with a gun. Didn't let me out of his sight. I, I did everything to help. Like Chaplin was literally just trying to help. He just, in his way, had to make sure nobody ever came to this planet to try to do a rescue or anything because couldn't let anything get off the planet. But it didn't look like uh, Zimmy had been infected, so it was okay. Well, it was one of those things where we shouldn't split up. Well, we're just going to split up. We shouldn't split up. What happens? Me think it's murdered. People Nobody ever aliens. listens to him. People He's die in like, aliens. You have to have people die. Yeah, and I'm sorry that Simi didn't want you to die for some reason that he will never understand. <laughs> but what was everybody else's agendas? Nukes. Yeah, Zimmy's was literally, you want to watch the colony glow from orbit. And it was great because in like Act 1 or something, I was like, are there nukes here? It was it was for, foreseen. I actually asked Oz whether or not he uh, altered the Act Three thing, or if that was the thing that was in the book. And he's like, "Nope, that was the the real deal." Yep. Uh, I did not alter any of the agendas that were handed out. This was everybody acted in accordance with your. Basically, they acted along with the the agendas, despite not knowing what they were in Act Two, Act Three. And it just got better and better once you actually saw them. Iona's, what was yours? Iona had some Marines are willing to take one for the team. Not you. There are alien beaches out there waiting for you. So use the squad to deliver you to safety. That, you tried. Tried real hard. You tried super hard. But if you hadn't gotten infected in phase in the start of, of Act 3, you yeah, might have done it. May have. I mean, yeah, because, like, Hammer just, you know, Leroy Jenkins the shit out of it. Hammer punch. <laughs> yeah, I know. There was Hammer Strike. So, Hammer, what was yours? You are the toughest there's ever been. Prove it by killing an alien in hand-to-hand combat. Then get away without the others, unless they earn the right to survive. So, you you killed two aliens in hand-to-hand combat, and you stunned a queen. So, I... You qualified. That, that's a full qualification. But you did not escape. But did we prove 
ourselves worthy. Like if, if Hammer didn't die, would Hammer have thought the rest of us proved our, ourselves worthy enough to escape? No, I mean, not with Zimajewski running away from me <laughs> this last time. That probably would have done it. Would have punched him in the face and left him. Yo, when we were safely in that elevator, if we got into a fight, Zimmy's uh, like personal item that I never used because I was really hoping to have like a, a good time to break it out. So fucking knife hidden in his belt. I would have prison shanked the shit out of you with it. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I'm just like, just let me shank somebody with my fucking belt knife. The only way you could have gotten a hit in is if you like totally surprised Hammer. Otherwise, I mean, baddest of all. Uh, I had seven stress. So I would have been rolling like five. I would have been rolling 18 or 15 dice. I'd have got you. I got you with the belt. Belt. So. The thing about Hammer is that because you you sucked down like eight combat stims in the span of an hour, so there was no way that you were going to survive it. So I was having you, the stamina rolls were essentially death rolls, and I was basically giving you three death rolls. And if you were going to roll successes, it'd stabilize it, and it'd work out fast, it'd work out longer. But you could not get a success to save your life, literally. No, but I feel like it was a very fitting end anyway, because he was obviously an addict the whole way through and mm-hmm. dying with all these like combat stims sticking out of him, trying reaching for a med kit so he can juice himself even more. Not by the aliens, which he just punched and smashed to death. <laughs> it's it's true. He uh he definitely earned a warrior's death. He he went uh he went to Valhalla, shiny and chrome. How fitting. It's perfect. Yeah, it's absolutely the person, fitting. The only person that can kill Hammer is Hammer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that uh, was so a fine character to play. So yeah. Good time. Uh, I'll say, when you guys chose your characters, I, I was half expecting, like, all right, somebody's going to choose... Uh, Somebody's gonna choose like like I'm mean, gonna have three privates and like maybe a sergeant. Maybe somebody will choose Mason. Somebody will choose like maybe I I thought it was gonna be like Dante Hammer, Chaplin, and either Mason or Silva. And instead, you guys are like, um, we want we want the two least used possible people for this entire thing. We want the two backup characters. So I thought that was hilarious that you got, and it worked out really well. Like it was, if I was to do this again, I would basically just have you four alone in the APC and everybody else would stay behind. You just got sent out, be like, you're going to go do this. They're going to a different location. But we need extra lives. Yeah, you needed extra, you didn't need extra lives until act three. So then we needed extra lives. Yes, but here's the thing. You killed all of your extra lives, with the exception of Chaplin. You murdered everybody else. Yeah, that was pretty funny. We didn't kill Silva outright. (laughs) Silva went somewhere else, and we just don't know what happened to Captain Silva. Yeah, Silva, like, I couldn't keep running Silva, because Silva was going to try and and wrest control of the squad to go to go back and I wanted you guys to be in charge rather than Silva. So Silva died when in the first hits of the invasion, because that 
dropship flew overhead firing missiles and shit, and it hit the building she was in, and then she died. So Dante is one we active Mason actively killed. Yes. And Dante's- the other the other one was one of the people we were looking for that we actively killed. Yeah, so Lance Corporal Wright was a backup character. And that was the one that was the one that you murdered. Like you basic you basically like en- engineered her escape and then shot her for escaping when she was gonna help you out killing aliens. And then well, I did have one more. One could argue, GM, that you were the one that orchestrated her death because you put her in front of Mason and she was infected and you knew Mason's um, agendas. Yes, I know. Let's not mince words here. I am (laughs) directly responsible for everybody's death because Mm -hmm. I ran this damn game. Mm But the 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 game itself, the module demanded that Wright was going to turn herself in, and it was going to be up to the rest of you what to do with her. And I was going to keep her off to the side as as a backup. Up until Hammer did something. Up until Hammer did something. I was given an order. Hammer followed orders. Hammer's a good Marine. You could learn something. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm alive, so clearly <laughs> there you go. Hammer would have been alive too if you didn't turn chicken shit. No. I had no medical <laughs> training. There was no way I was gonna be able to actually survive or not survive. He was gonna be able to survive the <laughs> elephant killing amount of combat stims in his bloodstream. <laughs> yeah, that was that was gonna be the thing was that there was gonna be some point where if if Hammer wasn't going to die in the base, Hammer was probably going to be, like, in a coma on the way up. And then I would have thrown the last alien at you. <laughs> I had uh, I had two Xenos left in the pocket, but I left them out because I looked at the clock. I'm like, oh, God, it's a quarter to ten. <laughs> We've done this all night. I need to wrap it up. So... How I thought it was going to end, because I knew you had those two in your back pocket. How I thought it was going to end was me and Zimmy were going to get in that elevator. We were going to start going up, and we were going to like get relaxed, go, this is great. Everything's fine. And then, because we had like nothing, by the way, of weapons. He had a knife and a service pistol. Mm-hmm. That was it. I thought those two aliens were going to come out. Like, it would just end with two aliens just lunging at us, and that that's it. it. It would go dark. We'd be dead. See, that's that's where you and I differ as, mm. as GMs. Um, I, I feel that for, for Alien, having a survivor to tell the story, is, it gives a more satisfying ending. Because if I was to do that, it feels like I'm robbing you of victory. Mm. And y'all fought really hard for it. And I know I was, I gave a lot of chances. I'm like, I, I want to see you pull through this, but the dice mm-hmm. just told their own story. And that story was, no, you're going to die here. Well, I mean, I like to see my players have victories as well, but in an aliens game and thinking cinematically, that would have been like the best ah, ending. <laughs> or even if, even if on the spacewalk thing, Zimajewski gets in the, the pod 
And then Chaplin goes and they reach out, grab Chaplin and drag him back in. And Simmy's all alone now in the pod. Mm-hmm. I just, I wanted those two aliens because I knew they were there. I wanted them used in some way. That's all. I see. Yeah. No, that's, that's good. Uh, but yeah, there was, there was a lot here that I didn't use. Um, mostly because the choices that you made didn't take you anywhere near there. Like there is a whole thing at the spaceport where you would have found a tank there. There was like basically a riot was going to start. Uh, you didn't know whether or not the Marines there were going to start opening fire on the crowd because people are freaking out. There's a medical freighter there that people were trying to get onto that was locked down. There was a there was a lot of stuff going on, and we skipped all of that because you guys were like, "We're going to the bar because Marines like to drink." I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's a place." And everyone, yeah, that what happened at the bar was supposed to happen there. So you went straight to the right person. You you asked the right questions. You got the right info. And then you let the insurgents, like, you let one of the insurgents waltz right out as you arrested the other one. Uh, let me see here. The Marshall Station, that was fun. The reason that uh, when you guys were in the Marshall Station, you found that first alien, the entire reason that door closed is because Chaplin closed it behind you. What a fucker. Because Chaplin, uh, Chaplin's secret was that he was under control by he, he was he was skulljacked by another android, a Whalen Yutani android. And so that android was trying to clean everything up, and it already knew that uh Mason was on the fucking warpath and had to do something about it. So it tried to get us all killed. So it tried to get you all killed. Uh let's go to the events. Events, events, events. So I said there was a lot of stuff I skipped. Uh, let's see here. I used, so there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So there are eight events for Act One. Uh, one, two of them were mandatory. So finding the location of the insurgent compound, Corporal Wright, those two were mandatory. Um, there's an acid reflux event for Dante that I I kind of commented like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling hangover. And you guys immediately went to, oh, God, she's got a chest burster. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe I should have done that. Paranoid shits. Um, the ambush I did. Uh, there are of those events, like most of them are ones that would help you find the other Marines, but you didn't need that help. So I didn't need colonists swearing at you to question. Um, I, I completely skipped the Wayland Utani rep with her, with her own spec ops team. Cause she was, there was, there was an operative following you to also get those Marines. And I never threw her in cause it was unnecessary. It was too much. So I I did less than half of the events for Act One. Uh, Act Two had one, 
two mandatories, the one that uh, knocked out communications and knocked out Chaplin, and then the one at the end. And Act 2 felt really weak because in order to make it make it work, I would have had to do all of the events, and they didn't feel very good. Plus, there was shit that you were skipping. Um, so, like, you were being hunted by the androids. That was one I did. Uh, there was one where people were getting executed, and you guys literally went the other way. Yeah. Um... There was the bartender from from the Oblivion that was trying to house people. They uh, they were going to ask you to protect the civilians and get them into the base so they could get off planet. That didn't happen. Um, I think I did. I only did like three of these, or one, two, three, four, five, six. I think there were eight here. Yeah, there were eight here. I did like three because. Uh, you guys generated enough drama on your own during the second act, plus you're being followed for a while that um, act two felt weak. And so I just skipped to act three because there was a lot more going on. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Fourteen events for act three. Like it was clear you're spending most of your time fucking around trying to get into that base. Um, table for one. We did that one. That was when uh, Hammer one v one an abomination and one. Uh, the crocodile gunship. That was one I did. Uh, the petrified forest. Uh, forest of corpses. I did, but you guys were like, "Fuck that! I'm not going this way," and you went the other direction. What the white flag event where the android was like, let me join you. There's nobody left. And you guys said, fuck it and shot him and started a firefight. Like he was your other backup. Uh, you had a combat android as backup. You killed him and his team. And that's when Iona got infected by the bloodburster that wasn't supposed to be there. I just threw an abomination and fuck with you guys. Oh, thanks. Um, that was act two, right? That was act three. It was right at the start of Act 3. I thought Act 3 started when we got into the fortress. I think it would have fit better if it started when you got into the fortress, but Act 3 technically started when the ship came in and virus-bombed the colony. Oh, okay. That was so long ago. Yeah. Um, I think we did Act 2 in one in one round, and I think it took us five to do Act 3. Uh, but I guess I did most of the ones in Act 3 as well, where where they were needed. Like, you guys didn't find the base commander. Uh, you didn't find the, the major who sent you out on the mission, but you didn't need to, because you needed him for his dog tags, and you grabbed him from another guy when you were capping people in the, uh, in the hive. So I think just going through and doing the required stuff um, which is basically there's two mandatory events for every act. So six mandatory events and then doing the needfuls in order to get the space elevator running, maybe nine hours, but there's no RP. There's nothing going on. It is here's, here's the problem. How do you solve it? And we go from point to point. There's that's nine hours to play a boring game. 
but I also I wanted to set things up to where we had Titanic battles and you guys I mean you you guys made some great plays. Absolutely great plays. The tanks were a good play. Uh the shopping cart full of explosives was a great play. You know, I had that power loader ready to go, thinking that somebody was gonna go mano a mano with the queen and it was gonna be awesome, and instead you're like, No, we're just gonna go ahead and cap our commanding officer and get the fuck out of here. Leave the door open. <coughs> That was, I think, the best part of that session was you guys just leaving the cargo door open when I specifically says, like, no, you need to close this thing. Nah. No, the uh, the power loader thing was something that I was like, mm, fist fight, giant monster and giant robot suit. But then I was like, I'm very fragile. Tanks have armor. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hammer doesn't need armor. Just and look where Hammer is. Valhalla. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there was there is a lot here. Um, I'm glad it took us the time it did because I feel like it told a lot better story than the first time we went through, which was fun, but it just. Because we were running up against the time limit, we did less than half the module. And even other reviewers have said that why they say it's supposed to take like four to four to six hours, people were doing close to 24, 28 hours in order to get it done. And uh, Seth Skorkowski just put out a video on Charity of the Gods, and a lot of people were saying basically the same thing, where like yeah. that, that said it was supposed to be a one uh, a one session thing, but at but least not four. Yeah, it. I mean, it is a full like. It is essentially a campaign module. It's supposed to be a short campaign. Um, I watched that video. He said it took him about twenty four hours to go through and do it. And there was some stuff that they could have done better and had. And there's some stuff that basically I I hand waved during that. And there's some stuff I hand waved during this as well for the sake of keeping things smooth and keeping it narratively tight. Uh, if I was to do this again, I'd probably switch to Foundry. I'd get some better maps, and then I'd have the tokens down so you guys can actually move them. And I think that would have worked a lot better. But uh, this is a visual game. Like, we can tell a good story. We're, we're podcasters. We've done it before. But for the sake of actually playing it on the table, I would like it. It needs to be more visual. So, you know, where we know where everybody is, you know, where the aliens sneaking up on you, so on and so forth. But if I see them sneaking up on me, I know when they're going to kill me. Yes, that's the best part. You know, it's coming. You can see it and you can't stop it. So, yeah, there's uh, we've now gone through both uh, adventure modules. You guys have done fantastically both times. There was a minor amount of betrayal, which was good. And there was some legit heroism. There was some great heroism in this one. So I guess the next the next question I would ask is, do you guys want to play this again? Yeah, I'm also for playing this. Yeah, I really, I really like the system. It has a lot. It tells a very specific type of story, but it tells it well. Mm-hmm. 
I would definitely play again. Um, I like that it's easy to figure out what you're supposed to roll and when. Um, that was nice for me. This is probably one of the easier ones a new person like could get into quicker, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think for getting into a system, it helps that you know the setting because you just watched the movies and you're good. Yeah. So I guess the next thing I'll do is I'll start putting together kind of a... I've had this idea floating now for two years, and that's how I know it's a good idea is because it's been percolating this long. Um, I will start building a planet, and I've got a set of objectives for the planet as it falls to the alien menace. And uh, eventually we'll get to the point where we play it. We'll see. We'll see. We will see where things go, but it will it will be a story of you know this ragtag team of people that are at ground zero when the xenomorph comes and the planet slowly falls and how long they survive or if they even get off planet. So I just imagine the start of Starcraft or Jim Rayner trying to stop the Zerg. Until he gets off. Right. Um, yeah, there there will be some elements of that. I mean, you know, it's this isn't going to... It may as well be Marsara Colony, but it's actually going to be a nicer agri world. I've got some ideas for it. It's just, I've got a. Now that I've played this enough and I know how it works, the thing that'll slow me down the most is getting, like, the maps and stuff for it. But if I can get the basic rules into Rule 20, or if I start up Foundry and, and use the rule sets from that, that will make the mechanics of it move a lot faster, and the rest of it is a lot less prep required. Well, it is getting late. I have, I think, made you suffer enough through <laughs> Alien for now. Um, I'm going to close my books going to set them aside. I'm going to close these character sheets because most of them are dead now. I'm going to keep those stress tables and everything else because that's useful stuff for next time. But I think we'll go ahead and close this out. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Thank you everybody for listening and putting up with this. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hope everybody's looking forward to the next projects we do. Yeah. 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 Yo, I can't even fucking. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. And uh, special thanks to Tom for hanging out and waiting for this mm-hmm. little. Yeah, right. Jeez, I'm almost yeah. asleep. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're we're going to let uh, Tom go to sleep. We did kill him last session and he sat through this entire this entire one. So uh, we're going to go ahead and and uh, sign off now. So. We will uh, look forward to you listening to the next project we have coming down the pipe. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night.